You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Gentlemen, the time has come. We did this, I think, three times last offseason between January and free agency, where we took over the Vikings front office and we mapped out their entire offseason as specifically as we could with cap space, free agency, and a draft simulation. And Judd's handwritten notes. Look at those glorious pieces of paper. Highlighted, Dave. I was doing I was studying for the exam at the wild game last night. Studying for the exam. (laughs) You're just under your breath muttering something boldy and then you're just writing off also Vikings notes at the same time. I love how you you put a Judd's like a just a selfie video out on Scorner social media last night, just going over the wild game. And I, like the first comment was, nobody cares about the wild right now. <laughs> yes, I know. No, the first one was oh, spot man. on. The second one was nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's <laughs> all it said. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You can find Judd's Hockey Show, though, which is one of the top 30 uh, <laughs> hockey podcasts in America. Judd's Hockey Show, Apple, Spotify, Scorn on the YouTube channel. Uh, but we, we have three chunks of this episode. We've got the cap space chunk. We've got the free agency both internal guys leaving. Do you want to bring it back? And we'll get into a little bit of external free agency. We'll, we'll do deeper dives into that as we get closer to March. And then we will do a mock draft simulation here with the PFF mock simulator. Uh, today's episode presented by Quick Trip, as always, and our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So Federated, which was actually recently named one of the 10 best employers in Minnesota by Forbes. So if you're looking to uh, change your career path, this might be a great opportunity for you. They're also just a great partner if you are a business owner. Their corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all interactions and decision-making at Federated. A hundred plus years of experience elevating businesses through risk management. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Okay. Okay. Oh, so excited. Let's start with just sort of laying out their current situation of outgoing players here. And then we can get into how to clear more cap space and then we'll get into free agency. Okay. So the Vikings have, by my calculation, eight starting players out of 22 that are free agents going into this off season. Kirk cousins is a free agent. Dalton Reisner is a free agent and KJ Osborne. Who's a starter when they run 11 personnel is a free agent. So that's three on the offensive side. On the defensive side, Daniil Hunter, DJ Wanham, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport was a starter for a few games. He was supposed to be a starter. Yep. And then Jonathan Bullard started 14 games for you on the defensive line, played like 650 snaps. Wasn't wasn't like a pro bowler or anything, but he is a starting player for you. So you you have eight eight starting players are hitting free agency. 
So you have to account for that when you also look at their cap situation. And we're getting these numbers from overthecap.com, by the way. We're just going to kind of, we're not capologists here. Maybe we can get Rob Brzezinski on sometime, but we're going to reference the over the cap. Don't count on that. Framework. Yeah, he's not, doesn't do a lot of media. No. So uh, according to over the cap, the Vikings have $37 million in cap space, but only $23 million in what's called effective cap space. I'm going to try to explain that in the way that I understand it, which is the NFL salary cap accounts for your top 51 players. You can carry like 90 guys in the off season, 53 man roster and practice squad. They take your top 51 players and you have to be under the salary cap number with those top 51 players. Well, the Vikings only have 39 players under contract right now for 2024. So, yeah, they have $37 million in cap space, but they you have to fill out 12 more roster spots to get to the 51 with at least minimum wage players at, at the very least, right? So you don't really have $37 million. You actually have like $23 million in effective cap space. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, the salary cap is projected to fall somewhere between 240 and $250 million this year over the cap has it at like 249. Again, we're going to go off their projection. So right now the Vikings as of today have $50 million, which is like 20% of the salary cap tied up in Kirk cousins, Daniil Hunter and Marcus Davenport who are not under contract. Those are that those are void years and dead cap money. So one-fifth of their cap is tied up in guys that aren't currently under contract. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of things to kind of clear up here. The first question for you guys is how can we clear more cap space before even deciding to bring Cousins back and Hunter back? Of the guys that are currently on the roster, mm-hmm. how do we go from $23 million in cap space to more than $23 million in cap space? There's a Jefferson extension that could help you like maybe lower the number in the short term, obviously you'd be right. you'd be pouring into future years. Uh, Har- Harrison Smith is the biggest chunk that you could take from. He's yep. 35 years old. His cap hit is 19 million dollars. Beyond that, there's not. It's not like previous years where you're looking up and down. And you're like, oh yeah, we can get rid of Dalvin and Kendricks and Thielen. They've kind of already done the bulk yep. of that house cleaning. Yeah. So Judd, where do you want to start in terms of clearing more cap space? Well, I want to start with with a conversation that uh, our our once friend of the AM radio show would be very proud of because we're going we're about to as we record this at eleven twenty six in the morning we're about to eat difficult conversations for breakfast. Um, I was coming up with a list last night. I've I've got them here. I've deemed them internal cuts. Wow, and and these aren't necessarily oh, you're, you're cutting. You're you're just cutting. Well, I'm right no, I'm throwing this out to the room. We're, we're skip, all exec- we're, we're skipping restructures. We don't, there's really not many restructures. Well, there's not a lot out. of restructures here. Yeah. That that's that's the problem. So um, these are internal moves, okay? And I'm okay. going to throw these out to you guys, and yep. let's see if we can come to a a consensus. It's three, so at yeah. least two this, is like this is a war This is a war room, right? right. Now. Yeah, I, exactly I would right. like some. I would like some takeout and like some fancy Fiji water if we're, like, we were actually <laughs> we're in a boardroom right now. But but that's just that's just a me thing. That's just how I would go about. This. You want some sweet green or just Chinese food? Chinese. Would, give me some. Okay. Give me some nice Chinese. I don't. I, I, I like a buffet spread or or like brought in 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 your own platter thing. Like a good spread up awesome takeout food even like i mean i love chinese but like chinese is probably chinese you know doesn't, put you to sleep after the first ball. section of this yeah. conversation yeah. anyway okay so so can we all agree that that 
Harrison Smith, as Phil just said, is the obvious one to go. Um, I'd restructure. I guess I'd restructure him if you you guys think that we should. Personally, I would like to just say, you know what? It's been a great career here, dude. You've been fantastic. Your play is dipping. You're 35. Quite frankly, if you retire, we'd appreciate it. But the savings are enormous there. Well, let's okay. Let's let's dive into Harrison Smith. So. There's no guaranteed money left on his his contract length is like two or three more years, but there's no guaranteed money left on his deal. So the the Vikings could do what they did last year, which is come to him with a, hey, you want some guaranteed money? We'll give you some guaranteed money. It's not going to be as much as, you know, like the $19 million cap hit. Uh, I would say in terms of depth behind Harrison Smith or around him, Cam Bynum, I think, is the best safety on this team. He he plays back, you know. He he plays more of that right. sort of free safety spot than the other safeties on the team. Right. Josh Metellus is technically a, a a safety, but he he's such a hybrid kind of linebacker roving around. He's right. doing different things than Cam Bynum and Harrison Smith. Uh, I mean, Harrison Smith fills big shoes in this defense. So if Lewis Seam was ready to rock and roll, this would be the easiest decision ever, right? Hey, man, Harry, we love you, but. Is like is Jay Ward ready to step in, or do you get rid of Harrison Smith and now you have to spend money on someone in free agency? Because that's what I if you, I think where I'm at with this is if he wants to come back, if you cut him, you save eleven million dollars, which is a nice right. chunk, and you could probably yep. sign someone for less, or if you trade him too, right? Uh, if you ask him to take the same amount of money as he made last year, or maybe a little bit less, you could save like seven or eight million dollars to that nineteen million dollar cap hit. I think I want him on the team if he wants to play. It's kind of where I'm at right now. Where are so you guys at? My my whole thing here is this. If I cut him and I save 11.4 million to, to the cap, I do take on 7.8 in dead cap hit. Um I would like to allocate that 11.4 elsewhere to a position that I that I want to pay more. Like your cornerback position right now and we'll okay. get to this is a mess. Like you've got So you want to cut him? So I would like to save that entire chunk of change and actually say it, say it. I want to cut Harrison Smith. Oh yeah. A legendary Minnesota Vikings. And you know what? If he retires, here's the agreement. If he retires, I am willing to, in fact, get marketing in here right now, because we're going to put Harrison (laughs) Smith in the ring of honor next year. We're going to put him in the ring of honor immediately. (laughs) I I don't know if there's a supposed wait period, but we're going to waive that Harrison. If you retire, we're going to bring you back. Yeah. We're gonna give you a we're gonna give you a small plane because you love to fly. Get that's good. Fly. That's a very expensive gift, which by the way is not on the cap. And yes, I would like to cut Harrison Smith and allocate wow. eleven point four million dollars elsewhere. Okay. Declan, you, you could trade him and save the eleven point four if somebody would float you a fifth or a sixth yeah, for Harrison. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's that. gonna happen though. I don't think that advanced stage. Sorry. Yeah, he, here's a here's a PJ and here is your PJ. cutting check. You you say goodbye. Goodbye. Wow. I cut him. I'm no. I. It's it's time. Just goodbye. No problem. Yeah. I mean. Okay. I. I'm. St- I'm still clinging to to the past. I'm clinging to him. He was the one yes. guy I fought for last year too. I was like, you need a leader on this defense. Um. So, but you. But hey, this is this is how this works. We're trying to come to agreements, and you guys feel strongly. So, we're gonna we're gonna cut Harrison Smith. Yeah. And then immediately bring him back and put him in the ring of honor. And- ring of honor. I'm putting him in the ring of honor. Nobody went in this year. It's going to be a very special year in 2024. 
So we're cutting Harry. I'm gonna yep. just I'm gonna make notes here yep. too. And so okay. now we are at uh, th- that would put us at uh, just under let's take 35 million in space. Okay. 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 Let's talk about Justin Jefferson for a second here, because he's the next most interesting one. So I went to the Nick Bosa contract as kind of a comp because I th- is it pretty fair to say that Nick Bosa is the highest paid non quarterback in the NFL. That if you're Justin Jefferson and the agent, you're looking to be the highest paid non-quarterback. Does anyone want to fight that take? We don't know for sure, but... No, I've been okay. saying it, so I don't want to fight it. So that would be a five-year contract. And I'm so I'm just kind of going up, up a little bit from all of the Nick Bosa measurables here on the contract. So it'd be five years starting in 2025, the structure of the contract. Right. $35 million a year. Bosa's like 34, I want to say. So, uh, so five years, $175 million with a $50 million signing bonus and $125 million guaranteed if he were to surpass the Nick Bosa benchmarks. Wow. Yep. Now, Bosa's cap hit in the first year of that deal, which I think, I don't know if that was his fifth year uh, option year or not, but they, they, because you're now we're creating like five years of runway here, massive signing bonus that you can prorate and spread out over the length of the contract. Bosa, so Bosa's cap hit in year one of that deal this year was only eleven million dollars because mm-hmm. they just they they said hey we're going to give you a, a fifty million dollar or whatever it was forty million dollar signing bonus you get that right now you don't need a base salary of thirty in your first year so they they take the base salary way down so anyways if if Jefferson and the Vikings agreed to this type of a contract the cap hit would probably go from like twenty million to maybe like. 12 or 15 million dollars in 2024 and then it would go up a lot more in the in the years that follow Mm -hmm. so do you guys want to do a justin jefferson extension is the first question here yes and and if i'm going to keep him i have to because he's not showing up unless i do so yes as opposed to like a trade though i guess would be the other option I feel I feel like that's a whole nother question here. We I might have like to do that. Whole... Ep- we should do that episode at some point and then do this exercise after we've kind of sure. had that longer. As discussion. of now, let's just say I, I think extension. Declan and I agree extension. extension. Okay. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay, so we're going to we're gonna extend. And again, we're just kind of estimating on some of the, we don't know what the exact structure is going to be, but I, I'm going to say for 2024, the Vikings... Bosa's cap, it was only 11. Let's say JJ's is $12 million. So you'd save then uh, from the 20 million cap hit down to 12 for this year. And again, it, go, it would go way up starting in 2025 yep. that you would save $8 million in uh, 2024 cap space. So that brings us to $43 million in effective cap space. A few other players to look at here. So like Harrison Phillips has one year left. You could cut him and save six and a half million dollars. You also barely have any credible defensive linemen and addressers. I think I want to compliment him and, and get and get him more in, into a position. Like 
he is a solid player. I don't think he's a star or even close. Yeah. But I think he's also being asked to do way too much. So Yeah, and they've got him kind of uh yeah, they've they can't help. decide like I don't know, is he more of like an A gap or a B gap? They've got him kind of doing a couple different things here this year. Right. So um I'm with you. I think you just keep him. I would even maybe look to like put another year on his contract. You could actually yeah. save that way too if you wanted to. I thought about that. I do not want to cut cut him. And like if if you look at the other defensive linemen that are under contract, so Jonathan Bullard's a free agent, and he's also just kind of a guy. Dean Lowry is a is a guy. Jaquelin Roy is he ready to jump in? You might have to. He like legitimately, you might have to put him in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so by the way, uh, Harrison Phillips has no guaranteed money left on his contract for 2024, so it would make sense maybe to redo it a little bit. I like your idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put another year on that contract. You can like even bring that number down. But let's. I like that. We'll we'll keep him and we'll leave the number. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, some other guys here. Uh, I'm going to give you a list. You tell me if anyone stands out to say goodbye to or otherwise. Byron Murphy Jr., if you cut him, you'd save $4.6 million. Garrett Bradbury, if you cut him, you'd save $2.5 million. So not a lot of savings here, but right. Dean Lowry, you can cut, save two point two. Nick Mullins, you could cut, save one point nine. Now, we're getting into, like, minimum wage, like, if you're yeah. cutting a guy that makes 1.9, you you would sign a player that makes a million anyway. So yeah. CJ Ham, you could cut, save 1.7. Patrick we Jones, you could that. cut, save 1.3. <laughs> CJ Ham, don't even bring his name up in this building, damn it. CJ Ham is a lifetime Viking. Would you look to move on from any of these guys and save two, four, you know, million dollars here and there? Well, I think I'm going in a different direction with my backup QB. Like, I don't need to see more of Nick as a backup, a starter, or a ball boy. So I'm going to move on from, from him, not based on, like, I'm saving. backup quarterback, though. Yeah, he is, but uh, I'm I'm going to move on from him. Um, Patrick Jones, now I know that's, again, not huge savings, but that's a Spielman draft pick, and I just don't know, has he worked? Like, I, I had great hope for him, and he certainly looks the part of a guy that should be able to not be Daniil, but, you know, yeah, but be no. in a bracket of he can really rush the quarterback, and I don't think th- that you get a-, a lot. The other cheap one I'm cutting is, or where I'm going elsewhere, is punter Ryan Wright. I saw oh, enough wow. this season. You're... Okay, I saw enough this season, and and again, that's a that's a uh, cap savings of nine hundred eighty five thousand, so approximately. But it's not. A million. It's not really though, because you're going to sign a punter that makes. Yeah, you're just right. That, that but I mean, I'm moving on cap. from him. Yeah, I'm moving on from him as well. Okay. Um, the issue I found too that's unfortunate is because of their uh, contracts, it really doesn't make sense to move on from scene or booth. No, because you, yeah, you're not saving money. You're not. You're saving nothing. So I'll make note, I agree, Ryan Wright, he's actually not one of the top 20 punters in the NFL. It doesn't really impact your cap situation because, yeah. again, I'm you'd be replacing him. Too. Yep, but we'll uh, we'll make note of, of Ryan Wright here. Um, Patrick Jones is another one where it's like you're only, you're saving 1.3, but not really because, again, a minimum wage player would come in and still make like 900000 or a million. But I would say this, Dean Lowry at $2.2 million in savings, that's a no-brainer, right? He oh, was actually, too. he was yeah. your... Uh, one of the worst graded defensive players on the team last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. That didn't so, work out. So cut Dean Lowry. Yeah. That equals now we're up to forty-five million. Yeah. Uh, okay, Dex on Nick Mullins. Judd's yep. cutting him. Yep. Would you cut Nick Mullins? I'd bring him back. I'd bring him back on a minimum deal. Especially uh 
Yeah, I just think he's a, he's a fine guy to have in the room. And I, I also, in, in a spot start situation, he's fine. I'm not going to, like, go to bat for him. I'm not going to go to war for him. But if, if you want me to be the deciding factor, I'd bring him back. The, the cut candidate here of the players you've listed that I would consider is Bradbury. I would cut okay. Bradbury. So a couple things. I, I'm with Dex on Mullins. He's a backup quarterback who, okay. who can throw right. for 350 yards, That's by the way. That's how this room works, okay? I'm moving right. on already. And he's only making 1.9. You, you could cut him later if you needed to. Sure. Okay, Garrett Bradbury. <sighs> Took a little bit of a step back. There's always injury issues there, but here's the problem. Again, no. if you cut him, it's not gonna help. You, you don't need it. Now you need a starting center. Yeah. And you only save two and a half million dollars to the cap. Like the way they structured that contract. It's not if if you could save ten million dollars, oh my God, move on in a heartbeat. But if you cut Garrett Bradbury, who is your starting center? Austin Schlotman's a free agent. You literally don't have a center on your team. And according to my Zolgadian notes, you also take on a three point three million dollar dead money hit from cutting him yeah and by the way that is accounted for in this like the the net would be a savings of 2.2 but the sunk cost would still be the three point right. whatever so yeah so like are you gonna do that because i i thought that's the same thing the two guys that intrigued me as far as like significant cuts were bradbury and potentially if you felt that you could upgrade byron murphy jr but i looked at that one too and you save some, but you don't like it's you save not four a, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you're not, you're not finding not a starting great. cornerback for four and a half no. million dollars on the so market. So I'm not going to so. cut. So, so despite the, despite the fact that he is a $10.25 million cap charge, which I don't love, I'm not cutting him. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm with Declan in that boy, it'd be great to find a better starting center, but I'm with yeah. Judd in that. It, you could still, you could, you could bring Bradbury back draft a center in the fifth round or something. So I'm, I'm, I'm aligning with Judd on that. We're going to, we're going to save Garrett Bradbury's job <laughs> again. All we do is keep saving his job or yeah. the Vikings. Um, and then, okay. CJ ham. They're probably going to bring him back, right? He's well, what's the savings again. 1.7. That's not, yeah, that's not enough to, I think you just kind of leave these. Some of these are like, we're literally talking about they we are, we've created we have forty five million in cap space and we're haggling over like Patrick Jones. We're nickel, you. You know, we're yeah. nickel and diming ourselves right now. Yeah, yep. but that's it. They don't have a lot of contracts to tap. So, okay, phase two, free agency. We're going to talk about Kirk Cousins and Daniil Hunter first and foremost here. But let's shout out our friends over at Nutrisource here, boys. In fact, I heard some rustling from uh, outside the studio door. I think someone named Maya Mackey is going to be ready for her Nutrisource chicken and rice. In fact, she's got one more scoop left, so I got to go. Dad has to go to uh, Chuck and Don's and get some more for her later today. And I will see you there because I have to do the exact same thing for that nice. little, little girl, Stella, right there, who, who during would you, our Would you avoid session, me if you saw me in Chuck and Don's? Well, if I no. saw you walking at me down the aisle, no. <laughs> but if I saw you in the next aisle and you didn't see me, absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Um, but anyway, short story during the scoop, that little girl was barking up a storm because she wanted her Nutrisource. Yep, same with the Vinster. Vinster had to go to Grandma's yesterday for a little bit. We had a little some schedule conflicts here in the house, so he gets to go to Grandma's. It's actually best because, yeah, obviously, as you guys know, Grandma's just spoil their grandbabies, whether they're fur babies or real babies. So Vinny just goes to the Nutrisource bag of treats, and he's all set. Yeah, Nutrisource is the official dog and pet food here of Purple Daily and Score North. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a retailer 
somewhere near you. Also, hey, get those carpets clean. How long has it been since you've cleaned your dirty, disgusting carpets, your air ducts, your breathing in all that, the dust mites? That's a good, I love that idea. Oh. Zero Res is here with a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. If you ask for the Score North special, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and $75 off getting your air ducts cleaned. Say you want the Score North special when you call 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero-Res. Okay. Section two. We've made some, we've created some cap space. Uh, We also, by cutting Harrison Smith, we also have opened up the need for another safety. So whether it's, maybe this is sink or swim for Lewis we'll figure it out. But, Internal free agents. So um, Kirk Cousins is the is the biggest one. The PFF projection for him is two years, $60 million, so $30 million a year, and $37.5 million total guaranteed. So it would be like the first year fully guaranteed, then like some money guaranteed kind of in that second year. If he signed that contract, it would rank 17th in average annual value, which is it's much fair, more it's a, reasonable than his previous contract, right? Very fair contract, yes. Yep. And for all the people saying, he's only the 15th highest paid quarterback last year. No, he got his bag. And the Vikings, from an accounting standpoint, said, let's chop 60% of it off and shove it into a year in which he's not under contract. So he's always been a top three or top five cap hit unless they shove money into the future. And that's why they're in the situation they are in right now. So you can manipulate this contract any number of different ways. But no matter how you do it, because that money, that the, the void money is still, you still have to spread that out even if you bring him back. That money doesn't go away. Right. You can prorate it, and now we're getting way in the weeds here. But moral of the story is, if you bring Kirk Cousins back on a two-year $60 million contract, you're probably looking at like a $35 million cap hit. So your cap would increase, his number would increase from $28 million to $35 million. And that's even if you like finagle it with mm-hmm. an extra void year or something. It's an estimate, but would you bring Kirk back two years, $60 million? Mm. If I thought I was in the thick of a window in which we were going great guns, and I thought Kirk is the best fit for my Super Bowl team, absolutely, I, I would. Uh, in, in the Vikings' current predicament, and, and you're going to see, not surprisingly, a trend, at least from me, of trying to move on. Harrison Smith, great Viking. Yeah. Love you, dude. See you later. Bye. So, no, I, I would not. I'm looking, and just to be very clear, I think the Vikings might completely disagree with this, but if I am in charge, which right now the three of us are, I am looking to move on. I am looking not only for a, a, a rookie contract quarterback, but also for a quarterback that is now my quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. So, no, in this discussion where it's black and white, I am going to allow Kirk to explore free agency. Thank you very much. You've been great. Fantastic. Enjoy your Coles cash, and we'll see you later. Dex. I say goodbye. I say goodbye. I just I, I understand that there's still a big dead money cap hit of him not playing for you, or whether regardless if you want to manipulate that into your actual cap hit to playing for him or the contract for, for the new one that he'll get. I get it. I just I, I say goodbye at this point. So goodbye. <sighs> Well, it doesn't matter what I say, 
now the audience is never going to know what I think about this subject because you guys just won two out of three. Mm -hmm. I was going to give him 10 years, but looks like I got strong-armed in this war room. Mm -hmm. You were going to give him uh, 13 years, $98 million to put him in line with Parisian Suter. I think what we can do, too, is like, because we'll do more of these exercises. Um, For this one, we'll say goodbye. Maybe for another one in the future, we can say for for like Kirk, we're going to start this one out and we're going to bring Kirk back and then work the rest of the offseason around that. Sure. But for this one, we're going to say we're going to bid adieu. We can't find a a term that works for Kirk and for the Vikings. We're going to say goodbye. So the Vikings would still be on the hook for $28 million in cap hit. That has been accounted for already. So by saying goodbye to Kirk Cousins, we're still at $45 million in cap space. Okay. Daniil Hunter. PFF projected contract. He'll be 29 years old for this upcoming season. PFF projects three years, $65 million. So just under $22 million a year, which makes him a top 10 paid edge rusher between like sixth and 10th. $37.5 million guaranteed. I'm sorry, $40 million guaranteed. Uh, You also like you have money on the books for him from void years too, that still has to be swallowed up in this structure. So I think what would happen here is if you did this deal with Hunter by over the cap, in my estimation, uh, you'd have a $26 million cap hit around there. That's also kind of like there's some comparables like Bradley Chubb's contract, Montez Sweat's contract. You can kind of use some framework. So you'd be increasing Daniil Hunter's cap hit by $12 million from 14 to like $26 million, Right. But you'd have him locked in for at least a couple of years. Are you in or out on Daniil Hunter on this contract? Go ahead, Dex. You go first. I'm in. I think I'm in just because there's such uh, uncertainty and you can't just re- completely restart that edge room with rookies or like you can maybe get creative with some like random bet minimum guys or guys that are, you know, kind of near or over the hill. And you can obviously save a ton of money doing that. But I think I have to bring back the linchpin on this defense. So I sign him to this contract. Yes. Great work. Lynchman? Yeah, I love that word. Um, so the age does scare me a little bit here. Like he's bit. not he's not young, so so this is not a slam dunk. Oh, he's 25, of course. What are you talking about? Um and as much as I am not trying to focus on, you know, is this team gonna win a Super Bowl in 2024? Because I don't believe that that's the case. Uh, I do believe that there needs to be a reset here. Daniel Hunter, 16 and a half sacks. I think with the contract that PFF gave, yes, I'm in. I'm in. Now, if the if the Hunter camp's like, oh no, no, we're going top five, you know, we're no, we we want to approach the highest paid defensive yeah. end. I don't think I can probably stomach that. But with the contract that you gave, yes or no, my answer is yes, I'm in. Yeah, I think I'm in on this too. Also, it, to me, the biggest mistake would be not trading him a few months ago when you could have, letting him yeah. walk and go somewhere else. At the very least, you at least get to continue on with the asset, right? They talk about asset management. I'm okay overpaying a little bit here because I still get his production. I'm still trying to be competitive. I, I don't think anyone here is looking for, like, maybe Judd is, an abject, complete tank job in 2000. If you can get your quarterback in this year's draft, which now we just said goodbye to Cousins, Right. You could you could draft your quarterback and now start trying to generate winning culture going forward with your new quarterback. I want Daniel Hunter to be a part of that. And after one year, if it just doesn't make sense anymore, okay, trade him for a third round pick, and now you're at least getting something for him as opposed to letting him 
letting him walk, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. in on this. Yes. So again, this is just sort of like rough estimation, but now we go from 45 million in cap space to 33 million for 2024, but we get Daniel Hunter back. And most definitely, no, no trade clause. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Yeah. You're right about that. That's a oh. that that's a sticking point for me personally. I hate those. Can I unilaterally just? Uh, I guess it's a it's a war room, so I'll throw it out there. I want Brandon Powell back at a million and a half. That's he fine. made like a he made like a million last year. Can we can we just bring Brandon like KJ's yeah, a not, free agent? Yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna fight you on it. Yep, One, okay, fine. Brandon Powell, punt returner. He's fine. He's a good player. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, I'm just gonna add that in. Just, just not a tush pusher. Yeah, yeah. Leave him out of the tush push. Don't tush push. Okay, so thirty-one million. Okay, other internal free agents. Yep. Dalton Reisner projected eight million dollars a year. I'll throw the other names out. You tell me. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, KJ Osborne, free agent, Greg Joseph, or any kicker for two to three million dollars. Um, Cam Akers off another Achilles. Yeah. They've got. I will say this. They like they're losing some key backup offensive linemen like Schlopman, Questenberry, but those guys, let's just say those guys all make like a million dollars that they'll, yeah. they'll find another Questenberry or somebody right? or they'll easy come back. Deal. Yep. Accounting yeah. wise. Is easy to deal. DJ Wanham, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport. So any of these guys, do you want to bring back any of these guys? I'm intrigued by, by what Wanham did. The quadricep scares me, but I yeah. also think that the fact that he uh, tore his quadricep is going to, make him more of a bargain, unfortunately, for him. So if he is willing to sign on my terms, then I'm bringing him back. Wanham's but it's back. not going to be but it's not going to be expensive. As far as I'm concerned, KJ Osborne is gone. Jordan Hicks, a conversation because he was a key part of this defense. He's 32, but according to my notes, he played for $5 million last season on a pay cut already so he's not that expensive so i think at the right price the one the one i'd like to talk about is dalton reisner okay because when we get to the potential for outside free agents good old good old zolgad for about the fifth consecutive year has his eye on a guard on upgraded guard me too i like mcadack feels the same way okay yeah. well we've been I'm on, with you that. on this We've been on that train, Phil, for about five or or six years because, look, you know, Declan was pro-cutting Bradbury, and I totally get his point there. Yeah. And if the savings was huge, I would probably. Um, But the reality is, okay, we've agreed to bring Bradbury back. So what can we do? What can we do to help this line? And in my opinion, you got your tackle set, a studded guard. Reisner can pass protect a little bit, but he was PFF did not like him. There's there's better players. I'm with you on that. I probably say goodbye to Dalton Reisner. Um, KJ Osborne, I say goodbye to DJ Wanham. I'm, we can bring DJ Wanham back for I don't know what three million somewhere in there. Expensive, like, like Dean kind of like Dean Lowry money. Let's let's call yeah. it like two three million dollars. Okay, so we're gonna re-sign Wanham. So that brings us down to let's say. Uh, 29 million in cap space. Dex, are you fighting for Reisner or no? Yeah, I am fighting for Reisner, actually. I think you lost either way, but we'll give you a chance yeah. to fight yeah. for him. Go ahead and fight. I know the majority rules. <laughs> I, 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 do, I don't get yep. it. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but no, I would bring back Reisner. I, okay. at, at the very least, uh, like, yeah, 8 million. I have, a, I have trepidation at 8 million. 
but the dude was also not signed until October, so I think I can get him for half of that in, in personally. No, and, P, no, no. Well, P, PFF is saying it's eight million dollars. Like that's I mean, you could fight PFF uh, Brad if you want to, but PFF yes, is I saying would, it's. PFF I would is saying fight, his, pro, his projected yeah, contract is eight million dollars. At eight, are you going to bring him back? No, I would not bring him back at eight. I would then not bring him back page. at eight, but I okay. would bring him back. I would one hundred percent. I'd bring, bring Kirk back. back at eight. Can we do yeah, that? I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. If we could just do like, hey, Daniil, will you take twelve dollars? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's no the problem. thing. Like okay. Reisner, Reisner's weird because why didn't he get signed? I don't know. But well, the one thing is, Phil, though, from from the day that we started talking about the potential of him joining the Vikings, PFF said what good in pass protection, right? And bad Can't in the run, run game. block. And that's, and that's what, what he is. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, Jordan Hicks by anyone else here. I think Davenport by right. Jonathan Bullard. I know he played 600 snaps. I whatever. He's just kind of a guy. So that brings us to external free agents. We'll do a full episode on these options here, but let's just talk more like positions of need. So we have $29 million in cap space to play with. And you can manipulate, obviously, you sign a guy to a three-year deal. You can do a signing bonus and shove money into the future. So we're going to go off PFF projected contracts. But I think we're still looking for defensive line edge rusher help in some Mm -hmm. capacity. Mm -hmm. Could also address that in the draft. Maybe looking for a veteran linebacker, someone to step in. I mean, Ivan Pace and Troy Dye. I think Troy Dye might be a free agent, too, actually. He is. So you definitely need linebacker depth. And then starting left guard. I'm going to give you just a few samplings of kind of what's out there. So there's actually some, there's like some pass rush specialists like Bryce Huff from the Jets, Jonathan Greenard from the Texans. We're talking 13 to $15 million a year for those kind of pass rush specialist guys, those edges. And I, by the way, I went through the PFF top 100 list and I'm looking at players who are around 26 to 28 who are coming off their first contract. If you're saying goodbye to Cousins, I don't know that you're signing, like, right. 31-year-old free agents. To you. you're, you're looking for, like, those 26, 27-year-old guys. Like Byron Murphy, Josh Oliver, Harrison Phillips when they brought him in, right? Uh, interior defensive lineman who's a great pass rusher, Justin Matabuike, 26 years old from the Ravens, 14 sacks from the interior, projected to make $23 million a year on a four-year, $92 million contract. Uh, there's a there's a couple guards out there. Kevin Dotson, who was with the Rams last year after three years in Pittsburgh, and so so now so Sean McVay actually, according to PFF, reinvented his offense and his running game from a wide zone attack. Football sounder. Football. To a heavy gap scheme. Okay, so McVay said we got to change something in the run game. I wonder if Kevin O'Connell could go in a different direction schematically too. But but Kevin Dotson is 28 years old, coming from the Rams. He didn't he didn't play there when O'Connell was there, but uh, projected to make 17 million dollars a year on a free agent deal. So you'd be, but you know what? I'd rather overpay for a really good guard in free agency than like overpay for a one dimensional edge rusher. I'd rather find an edge rusher in the first or second round to play alongside Daniel Hunter. I think free agency you can overpay for non premium positions a little bit. Yeah. You know, well, and so, in our world too, if we're keeping Daniil, um, if we keep him, then yes, I think it's important. 
but it it's not if if he leaves now you're sort of panicked right mm-hmm. and i just like the fact that this team is you know the one thing this team has drafted uh offensive line high they have worked to try and fix this but the one thing i go back to is is and phil i, I think we have have seriously discussed this for like 5 years if not more you know a free agent guard to me yeah just a professional guard who's good and can solidify the the interior because the tackles are great like you don't have a problem there but there's a couple guys and we can again we'll we'll do a deeper dive into actual names but like between kevin dotson there's a robert hunt more of a right guard with miami 28 years old it'd be like 17 million a year the first year cap hit would probably be like 12 million because you'd you'd signing bonus and shove money to the future i'm kind of i mean dex speak up here too but like i i sign a guard and I help fix this offensive line for a rookie quarterback coming into with a chunk of this money, twelve like twelve million of the twenty nine million. Yeah, I mean I'm not against it. I, I think if you can get the right guard and it can upgrade your line, you do it. That that's where you know for me it's drafting a rookie center because I think a rookie center in the third round is going to be yeah. better than Garrett Bradbury and making less money. Uh, so this is more splitting hairs of you guys saying guard, I say center. So I'm I am fine with the idea of potentially paying a guard maybe a little bit more over the market value in a free agency, but I'm, I'm okay with that. I can sign off on that. A couple other things. Again. So we're, I'm going to put here, I'm going to earmark guard at 12 million cap hit 17 million per year, 12 sure. million cap hit, mm-hmm. which brings us down to 17 million in cap space for this year. You know, there's Alexander Madison is under contract, ironclad Ty Chandler. So it's tough, but like, there's a lot of running backs in free agency too. Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, all between seven and thirteen million dollars a year, according to Pro Football Focus. Any interest in no an established running back? No, no, zero, zero. Yeah. I'm sitting down with my head coach and I'm saying, okay, let's watch Ty Chandler film. Tell me what you don't like. We're going to fix that, and he's going to play. Yeah. Um. I. I. The Ty Chandler thing drove me crazy. I'm sorry. He should be your starting running back next year. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not um, going to spend money on on that spot, especially with a veteran, because the the um wear and tear, it, you know, it, it's like a it's like a used car, right? Like mm-hmm. the running back's been driven off the lot. He's not worth as much. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know. <sighs> The one that would interest me, I know that he kind of fell off a little bit this year when uh, Zeke Elliott left. I mean, Tony Pollard can still play probably more than the narrative. Yeah. But you're but you'd be talking about like eight million dollars a year and yeah. now you're I don't know. But where where's that. the lease option on the running back? Where's the new lease that I can that's return like. after three years and thirty thousand miles? Okay. Yeah. That's, that, that's 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 the why option they hate I guys need. like you. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's tough. Um, okay, can I can I go back? They need defensive line help big time. So yeah. whether it's a Matabuike or one of these sort of edge rushing specialists, I mean, Daniil Hunter is the only legitimate pass rusher that the Vikings have. They need somebody else. Mm-hmm. So whether it's an interior guy or or an edge guy, they're all kind of between like 13 and 23 million a year. Can I earmark in terms of cap hit? Like, because you'll again, the cap hit would be lower in the first year than the average annual value. What if I earmarked $12 million for a free agent defensive front player? So we're talking about a potential 
big like Ano- nose tackle another edge well no I, there's not that many big nose tackles in free agency and if there are it wouldn't cost this much money uh there are pass rushers okay there's a couple guys who are over 30 that and we can go through this list later yep this is what let's not get into the specifics of it defensive yep. line or edge help yes earmarked okay. for 12 million dollars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah i i, I think well i think you have to like you whether that's in one player or two like you 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 have to at this point so yes, I think you, you have to find it. Well, I would, to Judd's point, I would prefer the tackle nose tackle area to spend a chunk of the twelve, but you, I think, physically have to. And we've got Hunter coming back, right? Yes. So I don't think you're going to do this. Like I don't think you're you're going to you have if, too much Chinese food uh, for uh, dinner. Oh, if he's coming back, well, I'm just I'm just making sure because I I don't think you're going to I don't think you're going to make another big investment in an edge once. Once and if Daniel comes back, well, but you need someone to rush the passer. But and this, got, now we have the draft coming up here too, right? And so, you've got one. So, I don't think you're going to spend. I don't think you're going to spend a ton on two of those. I can see Dan- from the Daniel interior. Back, if they, the if interior, they, yes, mm-hmm, yeah. But so, I'm saying also, edge rushers, outside linebackers. Daniel coming back, I think in their mind resolves the big payday there. Okay, but I'm still going to mark defensive line help or edge help in some capacity, right? Like okay. they're just, they're running a bunch of random guys out there. Yeah. And that, that's why they had to blitz 50% of their snaps last year. This so. is, spl- this is splitting hairs, but I agree with you on defensive line help, not okay. edge help with Hunter back. Okay. Um, one more thing. Since we, we just said goodbye to Kirk cousins there, there are a lot of sort of backup fringe starter quarterbacks out there. There's like in that sort of five to $7 million range. Mm-hmm. there's Ryan Tannehill, there's Jacoby Brissett is a free agent, Tyrod Taylor is a free agent, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold is a free agent. I mean, there's there's a bunch of – but Drew Locke, Declan's guy, is – Sign me up. Is a free agent. Gardner Minshew is a free agent. Should we yes. earmark $5 million for yes. a guy that might start for you for a while? This is why Nick is gone in my world, because I'm going to bring in one of these guys. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay so we're going to go – Backup, backup slash like bridge QB. Yep. And that brings oh. us basically to zero cap space. We've lost an Sorry. executive. <laughs> oh, we've added an executive. Oh, here comes the Vinster to chime in with his two cents on. Oh, look at that. Look Who's at that a guy. good boy? He's like, let Nick me Mullins in. Or Drew Locke. Should we sing Who's young a with, good with boy? Drew Locke? Oh, he's giving you. Oh, look at that. He's like, dad, I love you. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> He's got takes, takes for days. So, okay. So we've, and there's other, like, obviously there's minimum wage guys that you would bring in, yeah. like your backup offensive lineman and stuff. So what we have now is we were kind of, we kind of ran out of cap space there, but we added defensive line, defensive front help. We added a bridge quarterback to step in for cousins before the draft pick starts. Mm-hmm. We were finally spending money on a guard to fix the offensive line after Kirk leaves, of course. Right. But that's what happens. Hey, you get some cap space to play with. Um, we're bringing back Powell. We're bringing back Wanham. We're bringing back Hunter. We're saying goodbye to cousins. We're cutting Dean Lowry. We're cutting Harrison Smith. We're extending Justin Jefferson. And now boys, let me pull this up here. It's time for the final stage here. We can, we can kind of fly through this because I know we're running long. Uh, this is a mock draft simulation. I want a mock. Mock. From PFF. Okay. 
So keep in mind, like in terms of needs here, definitely need a franchise quarterback. And then after that, I think it's kind of wide open to best position available. And we'll just kind of see how the draft falls. Are you ready? Let's do it. it. So we're going to select the Vikings here. We're going to, we're going to be picking as the Vikings. We'll do, we'll do a seven rounder here. We we can fly through this. They have a turbo setting. We'll start off on slow so we can see how this plays out. Um, And then let's do a, let's do a little more randomness. Oh no, we'll do, we'll just do, we'll, we'll just keep the default settings here. Here we go. Okay, Judd, do you want to make a trade before the draft starts? Or Declan? Declan might, since he brought broached the subject before. We can maybe trade before the draft starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to move up to three? Or do you want to see? Why don't we see what happens with the first two picks sure. first? Okay. Okay. Good call. Okay, we're going to start the draft. Bears are on the clock. The Bears select Caleb Williams. The Commanders select Marvin Harrison Jr. So we have a chance at Drake May. Oh, yeah. Then you got So you got Drake go. May and Jaden Daniels are both on the clock. Yeah, By the way, the, the, you, what you could do here is because the Patriots are probably going to take a quarterback. You could trade up to four instead because the Cardinals aren't taking a quarterback. You do, we just have to jump the Giants to get one of the other two quarterbacks. So what if we jumped up in, into that fifth spot with the Chargers and paid less? Do you want Drake May? I don't. I would take either one of them. Okay. So I would rather... Then jump up to five. Okay. Fine with that. Chargers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to swap the five and the 11. And then uh, we would have to give up for sure probably the 42nd. Next it year. says this trade will likely be accepted. Oh, okay. Just giving oh. them our second round pick. Oh, okay. I don't that's know if that's true. Did you turn... Is there a is there a setting for like GM <laughs> mode being turned off? Like well, if there is on a Madden? Hold on, let's look this up. Draft value chart. Well, let's go off the draft value chart okay. just to make sure. I think PFF is a little more liberal with their trade function just so people can do it, you know, it's content. So to go from 11 to 5, 1250, we need to come up with 350 draft points. Okay. And the number 42 pick is 480. Oh, we'll so this, this would match with the draft... <laughs> We're first <laughs> we and third rounder. Should we see? No, they're not going to do that. Okay. So we'd have All to right. give up. We'd have to give up. Okay. But we'd be getting into the fifth slot. We well, wouldn't have another well, pick until 108. Something. Six rounder or something. Six, uh, 105. Would they kick back the 105? I don't know. I'll try it. It says they will. Yeah. Okay. Really? Nice. That I doesn't seem realistic. It's does like it? a negotiation. You know, you don't, you don't know until you what? ask. Don't. They just said yes. Why are All right, you they fighting said, them? And, and Go the fight Chargers. the Chargers. They're idiots. Okay, yeah, we're going to offer this trade and see what happens. Trade accepted. Right. Let's go. The trade was accepted. Okay. Nice. Okay, resume the draft. Patriots on the clock. I swear to God, if they go quarterback, quarterback. They select Drake May. Cardinals aren't taking a quarterback. They take Rome. Uh, is it, it? How do you pronounce the Washington receiver? Rome Adunze? Yep, Adunze. And so now the Vikings are on the clock at five. And obviously, Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels would be yep. our guy here, right? Yep. Take him. So there we go. We just drafted Jaden Daniels, new quarterback. That was pretty painless. Like Let's go turbo mode and get to the... We can kind of go back and see. It's like a Power Ranger function. There we go. I'm curious to see where the other quarterbacks went just for fun here. But we do have... So we have picks... We have a bunch of picks coming up here. We have 105, 108, 128, and we don't know what some of these prospects. This is where like Tyler and Miles and maybe maybe Thor at some point. 
Um, Michael Penix went 13th. Oh, to the Raiders. That's poor Michael Penix. And then that's that's the only other. So then McCarthy fell. Bo Nix went 36th. Yeah, so, and then, yeah. All right, Vikings on the clock here, boys, with the 105th pick. We got. Uh, Don't need a tackle. Don't need a quarterback. An electric running back would be nice. What about that? Marshawn Neeland. Let's pull him. Can you guys see this yeah. if I pull this up? Okay. Yep. Yep. So uh, according to PFF, he was one of the best. Look at this. 89.8 grade. Great pass rush grade. All right. He wound up with uh, 28 quarterback hurries this year for Western Michigan. All right. Okay. Marshawn Neeland. Wait, wait, wait. One, one dissenting thought. Is there a defensive tackle here who's a stud? We have a bunch of picks coming up here. So, like, my, oh, Michael Hall Jr. Okay. So, you're looking for, like, an A-gap guy, right? Yeah, you're looking, I'm looking for, it, like, a big A-gap kind of. Yeah, he's, more of a, a... he's more of a B-gap guy. This is more okay, of a Harrison a Phillips guy. kind of a guy. No, nope, he's, nope, yeah, he's only 280 that. pounds. Okay. That's redundant. No, I got to see 300 plus, and then I'll get excited. Let's go Neeland here first. Okay. All right, now we're turboing. Now we're back on the clock. And, again, we got 108. We have 128. Bucky Irving. The former golfer, Buck here. Oh, there he is. Yeah, we don't. Like I mean, I would hell. I would take. Well, Declan, here's your center, dude. Cedric Van Pran from Georgia. I also would be. I would love this. Yeah, I think you got to go center yeah. here, Judley. Get this and maybe address. God, you guys are mad. Are you what? How we talked about the, the need for fat people. Nazir Stackhouse. Yeah, I'm just trying to find here. Here you go. Here's this dude. Here's one from Georgia. Nazir Stackhouse, six foot three, three twenty. Uh, I love the profile. That's an A gap guy right there. I love that's the, the guy. Football. Okay, what if we do this? Let's pull this back off turbo. Let's go. Let's let's get your guy. Let's get your interior, your your beef eater here. Where is he? Nazir Stackhouse. Yep. And then we'll get it. We'll try to get a center maybe with the one twenty eight. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we got this. We got the Alabama center. I think the, I think the Georgia yep. guy just went off the board. He did. Okay, he went right after. So Declan's mad at me now, and we're yep screwed up. We're we're brawling. How about the How about the Michigan center, man? That running game is badass. Yeah, let's get, get the, that guy. Let's get the Michigan center. Okay, boom. We just drafted the Michigan center. There we go. Turbo, right, turbo. Right, okay, now we're back on the clock you. at one forty-eight. What do we need now? We've got we got so we got our center. We got our quarterback. We got an edge rusher, interior. Um, I mean, a running, running back, back would be kind of nice. I was, I was going to sure. say, is there a running back? Jaquavius Marks. We could also use more cornerback help too at some point. But uh, yeah, this dude—I yeah. don't know. This dude just kind of—it's hard to tell. We don't watch That's Mississippi State football. He's the best running back available. Or we could go defense too, man. We could go like we—we we need a linebacker. We got Georgia linebacker here. We got Cedric Gray from North Carolina. And we got cornerback needs, like you said. You're right. Mm-hmm. Cam Hart from Notre Dame. Let's see what his PFF is. Look, yeah, one of the best corners in the country. Right I could there. get down with that. What's his uh, What's his I size? Mean, we need a guy who's a little bit taller, don't we? He's 6'2", 207. Oh, look at that guy. Oh, that profile's really well. Take him. Let's yeah. do it. Sounds good to me. Okay. All right, now we've got, okay, we've got, we've got sure back-to-back well. picks, 163, 164. I'm going to unilaterally just make some picks here. Yeah, uh, Cedric ahead. Gray, linebacker. You got, from, the, you got the controls. You go ahead and do that. And then uh, we probably need another safety because we keep Jamal whiffing Williams. on safeties. Who? The Miami guy. Fourth this guy. guy right here? Yeah. Or, or what if we keep loading up on edges? How about this Cedric Johnson guy? Sure. 
Okay, we're going to keep going to Edgy. <laughs> and then uh, probably need a receiver at some point, too. But uh-huh. now we're into, we're into the sixth round. What Here we go. Alabama halfback. We'll take that guy. And then with the 230th pick All right, in the 2024 NFL draft, the Minnesota Vikings select. Uh, uh, did you take a safety yet? Safety. Texas safety guy. There we go. That guy right there. All right. All right, boys. Boom. Let's see what the grade is. Come on. Come on. Come on. Grading your draft. Come on. One time. A. An A plus. God. No, no, no. That's for the trade. That's oh, for the trade. It. An A, a plus, plus for the draft. <laughs> Oh wow. oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, hold on a second, Hamp. Hold on a second. We just we just fixed the Vikings. We just fixed the A little Chinese food. Oh man! Boardroom can oh, do for my. these guys. I think this is a pretty big fleecing here to move up from eleven to five. We probably should have kicked back something else, but hey, it's PFF's algorithm, not ours. Not ours, exactly. So here we got Jaden Daniels. So our quarterback room is Jaden Daniels, probably like. Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, or somebody, maybe Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall. Those guys are fighting for a spot. Tommy Kramer. And then, uh, yeah, Tommy Kramer. Maybe Gus Farratt can come back. That'd be great. And we got some defensive prospects here from the uh, the didn't like the center as much. That's the only grade I see that's a C. That's fine. It's okay. Drake Nugent, all he has to do is uh, hold up that national championship trophy. Than the DF that they have right now, so I can tell you right now, C's get degrees. Wow, It'll be just fine. Look at me. Wow, why so there hard you go, boys. Bradbury? All right, that was awesome. There you go, boys. All right, we just fixed the Vikings. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us here. We will do this exercise a few more times, but that was our first deep dive in playing front office here on Purple Daily Daily Vikings Entertainment.